I'm your host, Franco's Ball. Thank you very much for joining me. This is episode 116 of the show. Before going any further, like always, if you have not, please like, subscribe, share to the show, hit that notification button so you know when we're going to drop a new show. Um, try to drop at least two a week. Uh, also, leave a comment, share helps with the algorithm. Um, you can follow us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and of course, theprofessionalstepdad.com. Head over there. Um, put your information into the uh, Connect With Us page. So you can make sure you can stay, you know, kind of within the know. Today's episode is going to be a Tuesday Q&A. We're going to go over four either questions and or emails that were sent to me. Like always, I keep the names, um, I keep the names, uh, what do you call it, it's anonymous, mainly because um, unless I get permission from the individual that sent it to me. <sighs> These questions were sent to me by both stepmoms and stepdads, which is always awesome because the, it's always good to get a good perspective from uh, each side. Uh, okay, so let's go into question one. So this is kind of a long one. Um, this has to do with um, with a stepmom that is dealing with a stepson. And they've had a great relationship all the way up until yeah, this past year where they she, she, she feels like they're arguing more. They're always kind of at each other's throat. And what she's getting from BioDad is more along the lines of, you know, jumping in the middle of them. You guys have to stop kind of like separating them so they so they stop fighting. Um, she says that uh, he and I used to get along, but this year has been awful. My partner, his dad, yells at him, us to stop going back from back and forth. Whenever stepson's um, arguing with me, stepson's now has gotten to the habit of listening, of not listening to me at all and being nasty to me um, without his dad around. Dad is suggesting that I get therapy or I should seek out different types of therapy um, in order to try to help solve the situation. Okay, so this is um, this is kind of a touchy subject if you want to if you want to call it that, mainly because the reason that you're having so many problems with your stepson is not necessarily the fact that you guys are arguing all the time, right? But it's the fact that he doesn't feel connected to you, meaning he doesn't feel like either you're listening or you're communicating properly. And then dad just jumping in, separating you two, and then telling you to go get therapy. It tells me that you two have not done the necessary work in order to develop a team to handle the parenting within the home. You don't need to go get therapy. You don't need to go seek out a doctor in order to try to fix you because that's the, that's the thing, stepmom. It's not necessarily that there's anything wrong with you. There's not anything wrong with, with your stepson and, and, and dad is just trying to do what he thinks is best. But the opposite side of that coin is, is dad is not, um, not taking your side, meaning like you need to be approaching this scenario as a team. It needs to be... It needs to be handled as a team. This situation, especially when you're dealing with a with a stepson or a stepdaughter who, you know, you kind of feel like you're losing that connection with, or you feel like they're not responding like they used to respond. Um, they could be getting negative energy from somebody else. They could be getting it from other family members. You have no idea what's going on. Here's the thing. If they feel like it's a constant argument, like they like they need to not only argue with you, but they're, they are going to argue with you because it's become sort of the norm. It's, it means that you're not doing everything in your power to be listening, to listen to your stepson. 
I know it sounds easier said than done, but it's actually quite simple. Your stepson is wanting a conversation with you, stepmom, that he might not be getting from dad, that he might not be getting from any other family members, <clears throat> but he doesn't feel like you're, you've done everything in your power to make sure that you're staying up with him. Meaning, have you done the necessary work to shut up and listen? Have you done the necessary work to make sure, like as they grow, they're gonna, they're gonna develop new habits, new routines, they're gonna be into new things. Are you doing everything in your power in order to maintain that, that arm reach of connection with your stepson, meaning you're actually find interest in his interest? Are you listening to what he's saying? When you guys are arguing, are you doing more of, of trying to throw it back in the, are, like, are you trying to argue with your stepson like you would your, with, your, with your partner? Because you can't do that, right? And you can't do that because obviously arguing with a child is different than arguing with a human, with an, with an adult. But at the same point, dad needs to have your back. You don't need fucking therapy. You guys need to sit down and communicate with this. The fact that he's telling you that you need therapy, I can tell you right now, you wanna go get therapy, go do it. But do it together. Do it as a couple. Do it so you two can, because if the communication is not happening at home, maybe what you need, and this is something me and my wife did, we went to couples therapy before we even got married, mainly because we wanted that middle person, somebody to, to you know, be like ideas to bounce off of. We wanted to make sure we had somebody in the room so we could say what we wanted to say without fear of like anger or frustration or resentment. Right, so it's not a bad thing to go get to go get therapy. It's definitely not, but go get it with your spouse. Go get it with your partner. And as far as your the communication and the arguments that you're having with your stepson, you're overthinking this. It's real simple when you make it simple. Listen to them. Start taking notes. Start finding out what their 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 love language is. Do you know what your son's love language is? Because if you don't, mind you, remember they develop and change as they grow. If your son loves, if the, if your son's, your stepson's love language changed, you need to figure it out. So then you could communicate with him in a way that he not only understands, but that he responds and he feels like you are actually listening. So I wouldn't take it so personal. I would actually take a step back. Fight. Listen, you're in a situation right now that is very unique. You're aware of the situation. You're aware of what's going on. It's red flags are going up all over the place. This is an opportunity for you to take a step back to identify the red flags and ask yourself, how do I fix that by first fixing me, by first listening and by first learning how to communicate and then getting on the same page with your fucking partner. You just have to, you have to parent that way. You have to parent as a team or it won't work. You have to communicate with each other or it won't work. I hope that helps. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. I wanted to read this one because this one kind of made me upset. So this is also from another stepmom. It says, starting today, I'm going to uh, do the nacho method. Not my kid, not my problem. Um, my day was ruined because my stepson wanted to be a brat. Okay. Nacho. First of all, I'm not, I mean, I'm familiar with the nacho method. Nacho basically means is not your kids, right? Nacho kids. Um, what it basically means is that those aren't your kids. That's not your blood. Those aren't your problems. Let the bio parents deal with it. You just hang on to the side and you do what you can to make sure you maintain a, a level head and that you're there to kind of, I don't know, be a, a, a pawn in the game of chess that they're playing. That's bullshit. When you enter a blended family, if you enter your blended family with the, with the thought of those are not your kids, those are not your problem, those are not your 
you know, it's not your position or place to handle or deal with or help parent, then you're going to be, you'll find yourself fucking alone and not in that blended family very, very shortly. Do you think that parenting has, when, when kids are being parented, when they're being listened to, when they're being communicated with, when they're being taken to practices or picked up from school, do you think that they want to feel like some stranger is picking them up? Some individual that lives in their house? Or do you think they want to feel loved, wanted, needed, and valued? Because fucking step-parent, step-mom, this one's for you. That's what you want, right? You want to feel loved, needed, and valued. So why would you put your children in a position where, you, where they look at you and they go, well, they nacho. I'm, that's not my problem. That's not my, my blood. So I'll let, you know, bio-parent deal with it. And then you're going to find yourself fucking alone and struggling and trying to find solutions to problems that you're creating on your own because you're not part of the, the you're not part of uh, the loop. You know, you're not in the loop. When you, when you nacho a kid, when you nacho your blended, you know, your stepchildren, you're basically saying, hey, uh, I, I don't want any responsibility whatsoever. Uh, you go ahead and do what you're going to do. You just listen to dad or you just listen to mom. I'll be in the back and I'll just fucking just be taking up space. And if that's what you want, don't ever look or feel like you're going to be valued, needed, and wanted in your family because it's not going to fucking happen. You have to enter your blended family knowing that the communication, energy, effort, time spent with your partner to develop a good team so you can parent at a 50-50 split because that's what parenting is. Remember, I'm not saying discipline. I'm saying parenting. Be a fucking parent. Be an adult. Show them that you love them. Show them that they're valued. Show them that they're listening. Show them that you don't just see them as some random child in the house that you have no blood connection to. They want to know that they can depend on you and that they, that they could trust you. And you'll never get there if you fucking do the nachoing method. It's fucking bullshit. So that's just my two cents on that. Okay, another, another stepmom. Um, just, a year, just a year and a few months into being a stepmom to a teenager who's currently being manipulated by her bio mom. Um, it turns out she takes... She takes it out on her father in, his very disrespect, in, a, very, in a very disrespectful way. Um, how do I stay strong? Okay. So, stepmom, let me make sure I'm reading this right. If you must, stepmom, she's being manipulated by bio mom. Okay. You can't help that. There's nothing you can do. I mean, the manipulation that's going to come outside of the four walls of your house are, are just, you can't control it. What you can control is how things are handled within your home. So, if... The stepchild is being manipulated by bio mom and or bio dad. And then they bring the negative energy in the house. The way that energy stays in the house is because you're feeding it. Whether you're feeding it by reacting, you're feeding it by, by getting into arguments, by getting pissed off, by showing your emotions. The beautiful thing about your home is that you can defend it and that you can choose the energy that comes in it, that you can choose the way things are, are, are unfolding within the four walls of your house. So like I said, you can't stop an, a negative bio parent from being manipulated by, by trying to manipulate their, their kid so that they can make you look shitty or they can make you look like a bad parent. Because at the end of the day, remember this, the kids are gonna remember who shows up, the kids are gonna remember who listens. It's only a matter of time where the, the your, your uh, what is it, your teenager, it's only a matter of time 
that she, she or he, I don't think you specified that, did you? No. Yeah, you didn't specify. It's only a matter of time that whether your teenager sees through the bullshit. Because if you're, look, if you're doing what is necessary within your home, if you're doing what is necessary to connect, communicate with your child, if you're doing what is necessary to help to understand their love language and to show them that you're there and you're there to listen and you're there to help them learn and grow to become a productive uh, adult. If you do that, no matter, no matter what bio mom says, if you're, if you're doing what you know that is right, what's going to happen is the results will overshadow the ignorance. The results will, will power you through the bad times when they come home in a pissed off mood or they feel, or they're just mad at dad and taking it out on dad. And, and don't, don't try to come to your, your husband's defense because uh, it's not going to help you. It's just not. Your husband also needs to understand that for every bad, you know, for every bio parent who's just negative and is trying to poison the well, the, the other bio parent that's in the blended family that you belong to, if they feed into it, or if they retaliate and go back, it's just going to be a ping pong game. It's going to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And the negative energy is going to be sent, sent this way and this way. So that's why it's important that you and your partner, that you guys sit down and communicate this. You guys need to open up the lines of communication on how to handle bio mom when she's poisoning the well. And the best way to do that is to present a united front. The best way to do that is to, is to, Lead by example, lead with results. Results will speak it, results are the name of the game. If you are dependable, if you are reliable, and if you are loving and trustworthy, no matter what negative bio parent says, and no matter how much they try to poison the well, it will not matter because the results will speak for itself. But if you allow all this shit to just take over, if you allow it to just, just that negative energy to come into your home, it's, it's going to go around and around and around and around and, and nothing will ever be solved. And you'll do things like go sit down with bio mom and ask her like, why are you doing this? And, and why, what did I do to deserve this? You got to remember before you showed up to that parent, they went, there was a relationship that happened that didn't end well. And there's a lot of resentment and a lot of anger still left on the table. That has nothing to fucking do with you. It has nothing to do with you. Okay? You cannot help other people from talking shit and from trying to talk about you behind your back. You just can't. But what you can do is you can control how you respond. And your response should be with love, care, open, uh, openness, um, willing to communicate, willing to listen. And the results will speak for itself. But you have to stay patient. All right. And last question. Um, three years into being a stepdad and oh, three years into being a stepdad and I find myself stuck. Like I've gotten nowhere. Any suggestions? Yeah. Stepdad, be patient. Three years is you're still a rookie. I mean, you're still in the beginning stages of what it means to be not only in a blended family, but to kind of figure out all the working dynamics and how everything is handled within the home. You know, you're laying down a new foundation. You're probably still working on yourself. Chances are you haven't even worked on yourself because nobody's ever told you that the steps are work on yourself first, then work on you and your partner, then work and worry about the children and how to, how to connect with them. Here's the bottom line. Um, if you find yourself 
stuck, three years stuck, you don't feel like you're making any progress. Um, it just basically means that you're not setting small goals for yourself. There's no tangible goals so you can measure how far you're getting. My best, my advice is going to be to sit down and to write out daily goals, things that you want to accomplish, not only as a stepdad, but as a husband, a father, a mentor, write out these goals so that you have something to look at, something to measure. So then you can actually track your progress as a stepdad. So, uh, step one is going to be, you know, have you taken the time to really work on yourself? Have you taken the time to really identify your, your little idiosyncrasies, whether they be good or bad so that you can modify change and better yourself as you move forward through your journey as a stepdad, right? I mean, if you feel stuck, it just, it's just because you've, there's, you have no, nothing, there's no goal. You have no vision. You, you don't know where you're going. I think you, I think for a lot of stepdads, they find themselves like this because not only do they not set a goal, but they kind of are just living. They're kind of just existing within the home and they're just kind of handling things day by day. And that's just a fucking wrong way to do this. You have to set these goals. You have to set tangible goals, daily goals for yourself, for your health, for your spiritual well-being, for your, your relationship with you and your partner. Um, when you can get to a point where you're, you feel happy, you feel satisfied with yourself and you feel like you're growing as a person. And when you can get to a point where you can feel like you and your partner have really developed a nice team, that you guys are just attacking and, and approaching everything as a team, not, not 60, 40, 70, 30, but 50, 50. When you can get to a point like that, you will find that there will be measurable results for you as a stepdad that will, that will show you that you are making progress, that you are moving forward. Just remember, don't, don't force it. Don't try to, you know, force an issue. Don't try to be something you're not for the sake of wanting them to accept you. Your acceptance, your value, your worth will all come from trust. And all of that comes over time. You cannot force the issue. If you force it, it won't work. So work on yourself. Listen to others. Don't talk so much. Don't try to solve everybody's problem. You build that team with your, with your partner that is unstoppable. And then you'll find yourself three years from now feeling like you're running instead of feeling like you're stuck. Hope that helps that bit. All right, guys, this is episode 116 of the show. Once again, if you have not, please like, subscribe, share. Um, hit that notification button. Leave a comment. Share with a friend and family. It helps the algorithm on here on YouTube. You can also follow us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and of course professionalstepdad.com head over there check out the website leave your uh your information in the uh connect with us page so we can like i said send out information to you when we're going to either be traveling or um if you have any questions if you if you have an idea for a show shit if you want to be on the show because you want to talk about your journey because you have something unique to share that's fucking amazing please send us a message we would love to have you um like again i'm uh, like i said uh and Again, I'm blessed, favored, loved, valued, needed, and wanted in my blended family. I, I wish and hope the, and pray the best for you and your blended family. I thank you guys so much for being here, for listening to the show. I'm so grateful to have each and every one of you who are who have subscribed and who have shared. Um, have an amazing, wonderful day, and I'll see you soon.